You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, a semi-weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your host, Steph, on Wednesday mornings to chat about seasons, Sabbaths, and all new witchcraft topics to help you make your life more magical. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I'm Steph, and you are listening to the first episode of 2024, which is crazy to think that we are already in January 2024, because as of the date I'm recording this, which is the evening before you're listening to it, I have already had quite a year. It's been quite a two days. So with that said, I have lots to update you on, and we will get into the January episode. I would like to chat each month before it starts or right at the beginning of the month about the magic of the month, the witchcraft that you could do, the energy that's going on, what the planets, sun, moon, what everything is doing in our universe to help you plan out your witchcraft. And I would like them to be longer episodes. And if you missed my update episode, that is sort of the plan for 2024 is to have a few longer episodes and they might not be every week. So I'll be having some longer solo episodes and I will still be having interview episodes with guests. However, those might be less frequently, so you might not be hearing from me every single Wednesday. I just have to get some own things done in my own life and I prefer doing the longer content. And I enjoy creating content over on Patreon and YouTube. So those are still up and that has content every single week. And I put more of my efforts in there, especially over on Patreon. So today I wanted to jump into the January magic and let you know that this might be a bit of a shorter episode just because of everything that is currently going on. If you are not following me on Instagram, then I will say that this episode is sponsored by myself and my Patreon. So my Patreon proceeds this month are going to the care of a little dog that we have named Skip. So the beginning of this episode is just going to be a little introduction to Skip, and then we'll get into the January magic. So I will put a timestamp in the show notes. If you are listening over on Spotify, you should be able to see that of where you can skip to for the January information. But yes, we have a little pup that is hanging out. His name is Skip, and he has been a ton of work. He was abandoned near my husband's firehouse. That is something that happens quite often over there. And he is a little guy. He's some sort of Maltese-Bijan mix. And he was found with all kinds of mats all over his legs and limping on his back leg. So we took him over to the vet and got him scanned for the chip and went to the police department, got him scanned for the chip. There was a chip, but the owners have officially abandoned him. And um, most likely they did not want to pay to get those mats off because he does have to be sedated. And that is what's going on tomorrow. Uh, Getting all those mats off, getting him taken care of, uh, getting all of the vaccines and everything up to date. So that was an unexpected expense that came into our lives. So all of my January proceeds from my Patreon are going towards Skip's care. Uh, That's what we started calling him because he does a little (laughs) hop skip off of that back leg. So that's what I decided his name is. And we are looking for a good home for him. We cannot keep him. He is uh, estimated to be about four. And uh, my dog, Hawkeye, 
is decidedly an only child and not a huge fan of puppies. And he's just got a lot of energy and she is not about that life. So <laughs> we already spring a lot on her and I don't want to spring a young dog on her too. So he is only staying here until the surgery is over, recovery is over, and we find him a good home. That said, we are still looking. So if you are in the Chicago area, know anybody, and we are willing to drive to surrounding states. So looking at you, Wisconsin, Indiana, Iowa, Missouri, <laughs> Michigan, whatever um, is around here. If anybody is looking for a cute pup, I have featured him over on my Instagram, but you can definitely reach out if you have any additional questions. You can email me at whichwednesdays at gmail.com or um, head over to Instagram, like I said, to see photos of him and stuff. Any other questions that you have, I would love to find him a good home now that he is getting all fixed up. And the vet is confident that the limp on his leg is just related to all of those maths and everything. So hopefully we will get those fixed and that will um, be all done with the limp and everything on his legs. So that is where the Patreon money will be going this month. And I have opened up a new level over there as well to do... Uh, tarot readings uh, or a personalized spell each month. So you can go to the regular tier. There is just a donation tier now. And there is that elevated tier where you could get tarot readings or a personalized spell. I will reach out to you and figure out what it is that you need. And you will get that this month or every month, however many months you want to uh, sign up for. It charges every month. You can totally upgrade, downgrade, uh, or cancel whenever you like. But yes, that is what's been going on. Lots of eventfulness over here because yes, like I said, he has just got a ton of energy and has just been very happy to be in a home and safe and warm. So it's just making him like bundle of energy. And I knew that I was not going to have very much luck in filming a very long episode today. So that is where we are at. I'm going to jump into the January magic and chat a little bit about that. And then if you want to hear sort of a part two of this episode, I am going to have the audio up on Patreon as well, where I am going to be talking about shadow work, the different levels of shadow work, and decluttering as a form of shadow work, because that is something that sort of goes along with January and something that I will be doing myself. So that said, let's get into finally January. So happy new year. I hope that you had a lot of fun on January 1st. And please know that that energy continues into this whole month. So if you didn't do all of the things on January 1st, not to worry, you have got plenty of days ahead of you. We are just getting started into 2024. And the overall energy of this year is one of stability because the numerology, the number associated with 2024 is an eight. And you get that by adding together the digits of the year. So two plus zero plus two plus four is eight. And from there, you can get the energy of each month through numerology as well. So January would be one plus two plus zero plus two plus four. So January would be a nine and so on. And then when you get into double digits, so February would be 10. So two plus zero plus two plus four. And then you would add one plus zero. So February would actually be a number one. So that is how it works 
going throughout the entire year to figure out the numerology of that month. But the year as a whole is that number eight. So the eighth house is associated with death, taxes, so these just unavoidable things, <laughs> inheritance, uh, big business, financial matters, and life cycles in general. And Pluto is the natural ruler of the eighth house. So it is very interesting that Pluto is transiting so much uh, during this year. We will get to that a little bit later. The tarot card that is associated with their, this year is the card of strength. And this is the sort of card of integrity and courage. So it's more the card of hard work than it is the card of brute force. So that whole year is giving the vibe of sort of knuckling down and getting the work done and good things will be coming for you if you are diligent and work hard. With that Pluto energy in there as well, it is a time of letting things go that want to sort of like naturally evolve and as the year unfolds, the more you are able to release those things that aren't serving you, the better chances you have of getting that hard work done and manifesting what it is that you want to come to fruition. So that's why I say in the second part of this episode that's going to be on Patreon, we are doing some shadow work. So for January, like I said, it is the number nine in numerology, and that is a time for tidying up loose ends, a card of the endings, and then looking ahead. So again, that life cycles. And the tarot card for January is the Hermit. So that is the card of reminders that the answers that you are seeking are already deeply within your soul. So it's just a case of awakening them to find them. And that truly goes along with what the energy of January is. I know there's a lot of this new year, new me, motivation, and people want to hit the ground running on January 1st with their new goals. And that is lovely if you've been successful at that. I think that's wonderful. But this is also the month of rest and relaxation and deep reflection. So if you haven't set those goals or haven't had success in them in the last two or three days, that's okay. You have plenty of time to go. There's so many days left and it really is that month of figuring out what you want rather than having to already have started on it. So if you haven't started, you're not behind, or the month or year isn't considered a failure already, you are setting yourself up for success in February. That's often what the Sabbath of Imbolc is associated with, is actually getting started on those goals. So January can be an entire month of that reflection and setting the grounds and planting those seeds for what's to come. And then on February 1st, you can get started instead. So if that seems like more your speed, then don't feel bad that you did not set or start any goals on January 1st. You absolutely can take this month to do your planning instead. So the name January is thought to come from the Roman god Janus. And we get all of our sort of calendar and the names from that ancient Roman calendar, which was originally 10 months. And that is why November and December are the Latin words that come from the Latin words noem and decem, which is nine and 10, because those were originally the nine and 10 months. And then we had um, Julius Caesar come in and put in July and August for Julius and Augustus. So that is why there are those months thrown in the middle there. And we don't line up with those numbers, but January at least is still lines up. And that is that number one month and 
It was said that the god Janus has two faces, one looking forward and one looking back. This is also the Latin word for door. So Janus is considered the god of doorways and new beginnings. He encourages transition and change. The name is also potentially related to Juno, which was the primary goddess of the Roman pantheon and the protectress of the Roman Empire. So with that in mind, that sort of goes along with that idea that not only are you looking forward and setting new goals and things for this year, but it is also a time to look backwards. That's the idea of that two faces there and see what happened in 2023 and have that time of reflection because it's very hard to go ahead and do new things and want to set new goals and make big changes when you don't look back and figure out what went wrong in the first place. It's very good to have that insight because we are still in the depths of winter, especially if you are further up in the Northern Hemisphere like I am, it does not seem like there's any signs of spring or anything like that. It's still just cold winter months and it's hard to envision starting on new things and getting motivation uh, and feeling all those sort of like spring vibes. And that's because it's not exactly time for that yet. It's more time for that setting the groundwork and planning instead. I do recommend if you are looking for some witchy things to do, this is a great month to do a full cleanse if you haven't done one in a while, especially. That can be any form of cleansing that speaks to you, that you prefer. That could be the traditional smoke cleansing using a smoke bundle. It could also be using a besom to sweep the energy out, sound cleansing, water cleansing, a lot of different options. And that is just where you go from top to bottom of your house and out the front door to clear out all of the energy that was stagnant in there. It doesn't have to be negative or feel negative. It's just something that you are trying to move out so you can set the stage for the upcoming year. And these take a lot of time and energy, even if you are only in a small apartment or you're just cleaning out your own room within a larger home, you can still do this practice, but it still will take some time and energy because you are setting that intention and clearing everything out and that could leave you feeling a little bit drained. So take the time that you need during the month of January to do a full cleanse. And I am one of those witches that does not do this very often. I like to do it at least once a year. But if I get twice, I'm very happy. And three is pushing it. Three never really happens. So don't feel bad if you haven't done one in a while either. This would be a great month for it. And then if you are looking to set some intentions and figure out what's going to come next, a great exercise would be to focus on what brings you joy in each day. Instead of focusing on the problems and what you want to change New Year's goals are often related to things we don't like about ourselves and want to make changes in that way. And that is all well and good in trying to better yourself, but that can also be overwhelming and daunting and lead to feelings like you are not enough or never going to accomplish it, especially if it's things that you have struggled with over the years. A different way of doing this could be instead to make a list of what brings you joy and try incorporating one thing in each month into your daily life that comes off of your joy list. It could be totally different depending on where you are in the world or what your own joys and hobbies are. It doesn't have to match anyone else's. You're just looking for something that can make you happy that you can incorporate in your day-to-day life and in your day-to-day witchcraft practice because there is a lot of great ceremonial magic and rituals that you could do. But at the end of the day, it is always lovely to be able to incorporate your witchcraft into every single day. And doing something that you truly enjoy every single day is a great way to do that. 
I am going to get further into the astrology and moon phases and some other holidays to celebrate this month. But first, I wanted to chat about the correspondences because correspondences are such a great way to integrate the energy of the month into your spell work. And every month is going to have its own correspondences. So that is the zodiac signs, the crystals, flowers, animals, the elements, trees, so many different correspondences for every single month. And using those within your spell work is just such a nice way to further tap into that energy, especially if you're feeling lost about what you could possibly be using. Uh, this would be a great list to refer to. So we do have the full moon this month that is called the wolf moon. So I will definitely chat a little bit more um, about that and the energy of that particular moon. But it is often also called the ice moon, old moon, snow moon, and the moon after Yule. <laughs> so there's that. We are currently in Capricorn, but we are going to move into Aquarius January 20th. The crystals that are associated with this month are garnet. That's the official birthstone. But also onyx, jet, amethyst, rose quartz, and amber. The flowers are the carnation, crocus, and snowdrop. The herbs are angelica, patchouli, pine, peppermint, mimosa, lavender, and thyme. The colors generally associated with month are dark blue, blue, violet, black, and sometimes dark red as well. That's getting that garnet stone color in there. The animals that are associated with this time of year are the fox and the coyote, as well as the birds, the pheasant and the blue jay. Brownie spirits are also associated with January, so those house spirits. Again, that is like that rest and relaxation month and being around the hearth fire, it is also a time to tend to your brownies. And the general energies and magical workings that you would want to do that are related to this month would be stability, protection, manifestation, new beginnings, safety, and dependability. And those are related to January specifically and will hold through every January, but also are related to this January in 2024 in particular because of that stability of the number 2024. That's a running theme throughout all the months of this year. Let's chat about some astrology. Right now we are in Capricorn season, meaning that the sun is in the sign of Capricorn. And then we move into Aquarius on January 20th. And each of these astrological signs have their own energy. And you might associate that with people who are born under that sun sign. So like I say on the podcast a lot, I am Scorpio, so I have a lot of Scorpio tendencies. And those things that describe Scorpios also describe the energy of what's going on on Earth at that time of year. So for January and for Capricorn, that is a lot of that traditional New Year energy. So that is structure and responsibilities obligations, a good time to set boundaries and rules. So Capricorns are very steadfast in that, in liking boundaries and rules. And that energy is the same that sort of goes along with that new year energy, new year, new me. So that is why a lot of that <laughs> is associated with this time of year. And then as we move into Aquarius, we are looking at more rebellious energy. And that is more about breaking habits and making more abrupt changes and focusing more on 
personal freedom and individuality. If you know anyone that is an Aquarius, they usually, they pride themselves on their individuality above all else. So that is the energy that we're moving into it towards the end of the month. So sometimes that is often better for people for setting goals is to turn inwards and have that time to break those habits and do what it is that personally speaks to you. Now, as far as these moon phases, we have the new moon on January 11th in Capricorn. The new moon in a month is always going to be in whatever that main sun sign is in, and the full moon is always going to be whatever the exact opposite is. So the new moon is about like aspiration and like thinking about your goals and setting the things in new beginnings, whereas the full moon is sort of the peak of that goal and sort of celebrating that as what has come about from your new moon intentions. And then as it the moon is waning into the next new moon, that's all about relaxation and self-care and inner work. So for this new moon that we're looking at in Capricorn, we are looking at setting goals, new beginnings that are related to ambition, professional goals. So it's your career goals that you want to brainstorm at this time. And then we have the full moon on January 25th, and that is going to be in Leo. And Leo is more about that emphasis of self and fiery energy, creativity. Leos are often said to be sort of self-centered and want to be the star of the show. They like the attention. So translating that into what the energy is, it's really about not necessarily connecting with other people and other people's emotional needs, but instead turning that inwards and connecting with what you really need and being selfish in that. And again, if you want to follow up in my uh, shadow work part that's going to be over on Patreon, sometimes that idea of selfishness is something that comes up in shadow work because we were taught at a young age that it's bad to be selfish and you should you know, put more emphasis on what other people's needs and feelings are and we lose that part of ourselves that takes care of ourselves. And this moon is all about getting that back. And as a side note, that doesn't really matter that it's in Leo or not, but the first full moon of the year, it's often said that if you wish on this very first full moon of the year, your wish will come true by the end of the year. So that's another fun one. If you are setting goals, you have something that you really want to happen by the end of the year, try making a wish on this month's full moon on January 25th. I think I'm going to do it because what can it hurt, right? So I think that's just another fun way to observe that full wolf moon. And in case you were wondering, there's a lot of different names that are associated with these moons, and it is called the wolf moon because it is wolf mating season. So you hear them howling at this time. And I did want to touch on the transits of Pluto. So that is something that came up when we were talking about the Pluto shadow deck a couple weeks ago. I had the creators of that deck on and we mentioned that Pluto is moving. So Pluto very rarely moves. So it has been in the placement of a single sign for a long time, about 15 years. And now this year is finally moving around. So the first movement is on January 20th when Pluto enters into Aquarius. So it's entering into that same sun sign. And Pluto is what's called a generational planet. So the movements are very slow, but the impact is very powerful. It really is a planet of rebirth. 
during this period when it's in Aquarius, that is a time to work on bettering yourself, bettering the planet. It's, you know, a lot of humanitarian aspects to that. And then it, it stays in there until September 1st, and then it dips back into Capricorn. And that is the final time that it will be in Capricorn in our lifetimes. And that is going to be a time of it sort of wrapping up the lessons that it is teaching us about, you know, the world and our resources. And then on November 19th, it goes back into Aquarius. And then it will stay in Aquarius for the next 20 years. It does not leave anything, go into any other sign until 2044. <laughs> uh, so that is a long time for it to just stay there in that Aquarius energy. And I think Pluto is a really interesting planet. And I'm sure that you know, by the way, that the star signs are not moving. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the planet making its rotation around the sun. And as it moves, it is viewed from Earth, it looks like it is in a different star sign. So it looks like the zodiac sign is behind it out in the universe. That's what we're talking about. It moves into, um, as you're looking at it from Earth, that's where it's moving into in the sky. So Pluto is definitely one of those misunderstood planets, but has a very powerful impact. And we don't often know that because it sits in a sign for so long. So that it's finally like moving around this year is very interesting. And it will make it a very interesting like first part of this year until September 1st, and then it's going to move back in November. Um, all very interesting things happening with that planet. The last thing that I wanted to talk about in this episode is holidays, and I'm just going to touch on one because the main Sabbath that's coming up is in bulk, and that is on February 1st, and I will have the February magic episode up on the very last Wednesday of this month, so I will have all the in bulk information in that episode instead. So today, I just wanted to chat about one that's coming up in just a couple of days, and that is January 6th, the Festival of Labafana. And I love Labafana, and I have especially loved Labafana lately because I have been watching the Santa Clauses on Disney Plus with Tim Allen. So hopefully you have seen that. It's a great little series that they have. It's only two seasons, and each one is just a couple of episodes. But they have the Labafana character that lives up in the North Pole near Santa and works with Santa's daughter. So I think that it's just like a really fun character. And it is played by Laura San Giancomo. And I love her. She played Maya in the uh, TV series Just Shoot Me, which is from forever ago. I don't even know. <laughs> when that was on the air, but I really love her. And I, she's in so many, so many different things. As soon as you look her up, you will know exactly who I am talking about. So I really love her and I love the way that she plays La Bafana. And La Bafana is a witch from Italian folklore. And La Bafana is considered the Strega witch in Italian that goes along with the Feast of Epiphany. So that is the feast in Christianity where um, the three wise men arrived at the manger bearing gifts for baby Jesus. And originally, La Bafana was invited to go with them, but declined because she was too busy doing 
housework and things around her house. But then she regrets her decision and instead she sets out to bring gifts to baby Jesus but is never able to find him. So instead, she leaves the gifts for other Italian children. So the legend has continued that every Epiphany Eve, the witch La Bafana flies around on her broomstick and comes down the chimney to deliver candy and presents to children who have been good during the year. If they haven't been good, she leaves them a lump of coal. So this Feast of La Bafana is mostly celebrated in Italy. It is still celebrated today, generally in central Italy, Rome, but has definitely spread to the rest of the country and is something that you can celebrate here as well because she is considered having been descended from a lot of pagan ideas. It's generally thought that she comes from the Roman goddess named Strenia, but there are a lot of pagan influences and stories that have led to Labafana and what she is today, so we don't exactly know. So even if you are not Christian and not celebrating the Epiphany in any way, you can still celebrate Labafana because she is a prominent pagan witch figure. So it is a great time to reach out to her, especially if you are setting goals um, or have some work to do related to your witchcraft practice this year. You can ask Labafana for assistance in that and just her general blessings on your practice this year. And in the way that she is depicted, she is also associated with the crone energy. So we have the maiden mother and crone a triple goddess idea, and a lot of goddesses fall somewhere on that spectrum. And Labafana represents that crone energy that is also associated with this time of year. This midwinter, depths of winter time is associated with that crone energy. It's one that we often ignore in favor of the maiden and mother because the crone is kind of seen as a darker or more scary unknown entity, but it is an essential part to work with as well. So if you want to tap into any of those, that could be a great time to work with Labafana and invite her into your practice. That is everything that I wanted to share for this episode. So thanks for sticking with me through my little skip story at the beginning. And the Patreon will be linked, of course, in the show notes. So you can check that out if you would like to. If you'd like to just support skip and skip skip care, we're calling it, um, for the year, that would be very helpful. And like I said, if you have anybody that is on the hunt for a very friendly, adorable little pet, um, then he would be a great addition to a lot of homes. He's very friendly, good with other dogs. I, we have not tested him with children yet, but I will have the vet let me know um, what he thinks and give you all of the updates. So definitely reach out if you are interested or know anybody who is. But that is everything that I have for this episode about January magic. And I will be back at some point this month, maybe not next week, because things are so crazy and up in the air. But I will be back at some point and I will definitely be back at the end of the month to chat about February magic and in bulk in particular. So if you have anything that you would like to know about February or anything that you would like me to add into these episodes about the magic of the month, then please do let me know in the comments. That is everything. I will see you in the next one. Need even more witchcraft in your life? Subscribe to Witch Wednesdays on Patreon and YouTube for all types of exclusive bonus content like spells, recipes, book reviews, and more, or even order personalized tarot readings and spells. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast. 
And you can find all these links and more at whichwednesdays.com. Come on, baby.